0: G'day, g'day, this is Rita Joyan and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast, how to turn a passion into a profession. Today's podcast, I want to talk to to you about triggers. Now, I recently went to a public service conference, um, public sector conference, that I was asked to speak on the topic of emerging leaders. Now, whether you are in the public service, the private sector, whether you work for yourself, whether you do a combination of all of those. The goal here was for me, for my body of research from my work was to communicate on a platform. I got the absolute honor of speaking on the same platform as Helen Clark, the former prime minister of New Zealand and Christine Holgate, who was the former CEO of Australia Post. And if you're in Australia, you know there was a big kerfuffle, hoo-ha, that the Prime Minister um, had regarding what was going on with the Australia Post. And now she's, Christine Holgate, is the CEO of um, Toll Express. So I mentioned that because being in that space was really coming full circle for me because I had started out in my work and my, the work of emotional intelligence teaching people trainings on how to speak to sell converting their work uh, into clients and sales all the work that I've done in training was merely a moment of inspiration that took one step behind the other which allowed me to endure the frustration and the the, uh, agitations and the annoyances that come with the journey of doing something you want to do The way you want to do it outside of the corporate world, Uh, because when you step outside the corporate world and you work for yourself everything's on you. The good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent it's on you, but when you're working for someone else, you know when you go home, there is someone else looking after a, a different aspect, not everything is on your shoulders. And so that's why I said the frustration that there's a moment in time when I wanted to de- develop and work, go into training based on the trainings that I wanted to deliver and the trainings that I felt that I could contribute the greatest to, which was emotional intelligence and speaking and converting from the stage when speaking. And in doing all of that, my place in speaking at this conference and why I was asked to speak was to speak to emerging leaders. So, those who are now in the position of leading teams. And one of the things that I said, and I want to share with you on this podcast is as an emerging leader, or whether you are a seasoned leader, you would agree that we cannot lead anyone unless we can lead ourselves. We can't lead anyone unless we lead ourselves. So, leading ourselves allows us to lead others, whether that be through a salary negotiation to enroll them into the salary that you want, whether that be uh, in terms of selling to a client, whether that be in terms of selling yourself on an idea to keep going. So, selling oneself and selling your ideas to others. Now, that sounds really crap. Selling yourself is not my <laughs> Yeah, Leading requires one to be able to lead themselves really leading yourself allows you to lead others leading others allows you to lead greater bigger teams eventually leading organizations and so the whole premise of of leadership and it's just a buzzword at the moment you know leadership and leading that it comes down to one thing and it comes down to managing your triggers and this is you know I'm taking my own medicine here I'm not one to say that I've arrived at this and I'm, I'm the guru. I'm, I've, I've done a body of research. I have trained on this for a very long time. I am my own student in this because managing what annoys you, what frustrates you, what irritates you, what's agitating you isn't like you've arrived. Therefore, I'm never going to get frustrated again. Therefore, I'm never going to be angry again. Whereas triggers is something that we have to work on all the time because as we progress, as we expand, as we get out of our comfort zone, what triggers us becomes, comes to us in different intensities, comes at different times, and that brings its own set of different changes. And so what I said to the, the ladies at the Women's Leadership Conference is a few things of, of how to manage yourself and As emerging leaders. Number one was networking. I believe that when you go out and you just have a genuine coffee, for whatever reason, in in, in that you want to get to know someone, you want to get to know about their work, you want to get to know about their philosophy, their blueprint of how they've done what they've done. Networking and just, and not like, like formal networking, not going to a networking event as such, but just reaching out to people and asking them Do you wanna go and have a coffee? I'd just love to get to know you, sit down, just discuss a friendship. That has opened a lot of doors for me. And when I was speaking at the conference, I was mentioning the episode that I uh, recorded that was absolutely phenomenal. And that podcast that I had uh, recorded was with a lady who, who, who landed a role as a sales executive but could not speak to people like she's in sales and she needs to go and talk to people to enroll them right into the sales that they have going on but she she was just too shy to talk to anybody and so what her uh, boss suggested is go and ask people to lunch like random strangers because you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable you need to get over being shy so she did one step further she went on to linkedin And she basically, it's really funny here. She basically um, went to strangers on LinkedIn and said, listen, I'm not a weirdo. I'm doing an experiment. I want to see if you'd like to go to lunch with me, you know, just to get to know you, you get to know me, allowing myself to just, you know, really come out of my shell. And um, hopefully you'll say yes. Now, she messaged a lot of people on LinkedIn. Many people said no, thank you. Many people said yes. In fact, over 100 people said yes. And she became known as something just just completely exceptional in what she does. And she became known how a shy girl overcame her nervousness to become the ultimate connector. And with her experiment on going to 100 people to overcome her shyness so that she could do her job, She became uh, just a sensation. She wrote a book. She was given a book deal. She was uh, on the speaking circuit, and she's now developing an app. uh, When I spoke with her on the interview, to allow people to have what she did on LinkedIn, but to have it on a platform that people are willing to get out of their shyness and just build conversation, build connection so that they can develop themselves. That's what it takes to network. That's just an an example that's just so far out, so amazing, that allows you to really stand up, stand out, and really claim, really claim what you're good at. And by the way, that episode, if you're interested to listen to, is on this podcast. And I recommend you that you listen to her because it's it's just it's the real crux of what it means to network. And that's part of being a leader. Whether you're emerging, whether you're seasoned, where you're sustained, where you're progressing as a leader, wherever stage you're at, networking is a cornerstone of being able to, to really just get a feel for the environment, to get a feel for where you're going. And that's what I'll say about that. I mean, the talk that I did went for about 50 to 60 minutes. So I'm just gonna leave it there for now. But that's number one, As you're as you're progressing in your leadership or emerging, is to find ways to just meet people. LinkedIn is one way. Okay. The second thing is triggers. Managing your triggers. So what is it that irritates you? What is it that rubs you the wrong way? Really paying attention to those things. Whether it's someone saying something to you, whether it's someone cutting you off the road, whether it's um, you know waiting in line, whether it's seeing something online that just you know. Just irritates you whether you are talking to someone and someone raises their voice. There are times when you being irritated, frustrated, angry is warranted, like it's justified. Someone screaming at you for no reason is justified to be upset or angry or frustrated. But the way to build leadership, the way to build self awareness, the way to not allow yourself to live in frustration or live in agitation or live in anger is to get curious. So number one, it's to look at, well, what is it that's making me upset? So for example, at the conference, I had people for a good 45 minutes of my talk stand. I, was, I said, you are not allowed to sit down. So you can imagine people for standing for 45 minutes, women in heels are like what is your problem right like why why are you making a stand so throughout the whole presentation the talk the workshop that I was delivering uh, I had them stand for about 45 minutes and when it came towards the end of my presentation when people were like really like upset with me or just frustrated with me which is what I wanted them to be I wanted them to get triggered because I'm trying to prove a point here I'm trying to sustain a point I said how many of you here are really like frustrated upset peed off that I've had you standing for 45 minutes not sit?" and some people said yeah yeah I'm not happy about that and I said so now being in leader being in a leadership capacity is about building your self-awareness getting to know yourself so I want you to ask yourself you just got triggered by me having you do something that you didn't think you had to do. You got triggered by me, by me asking you to stay standing for 45 minutes of a presentation. I want you to ask yourself, why did you get upset? Why did you get frustrated? Why did you get peed off, did rub, rub you the wrong way? that I had you standing for 45 minutes. Just tell me why. And so some people said, well, because what's the point of standing up? We've got chairs here. We can sit. I said, great. So the fact that you've got chairs here and what's the point? Why is not knowing the point and having chairs around you, like frustrating you that you're not sitting? Because well, everybody else, this is a conference. You're supposed to sit at a conference. Okay, you're supposed to sit at a conference. So tell me, why is that annoying you? See, I keep asking the question why to find what the root trigger is, okay? So we, I, I basically took the whole, the session through, okay, so if you're frustrated that there's chairs and it's a conference, and the point of a conference is to be sitting. Why is that making you frustrated or angry or upset? Because that's what you do at a conference. Your a conference, you sit, you don't stand. So why is that upsetting you that I've made you stand up and not sit? Because it's not how things are done. Oh, and that's the root reason. When you can't ask why anymore, you get face-to-face, like looking at a mirror as to what's really frustrating you. So the real frustration here is well, this is how things are done at a conference. You're supposed to sit. So as a leader, how is that going to come out in your capacity to lead? Because if you're leading, you're trying to take through, you're trying to take yourself first and then eventually others to places where you've never been before because that's what leadership is. It's doing things that are uncomfortable, taking places and selling yourself on that idea before you can sell that idea of that new vision, that new way of doing things to other people. So if you are getting triggered by me having you stand for 45 minutes in a workshop setting or in in a conference, the real reason why you're upset is not because I've had you standing up. It's because the root reason is because, well, it's a conference and that's what you're supposed to do. That's how it's always been done, you're supposed to sit. So how is that mindset? coming out as you as a leader? How is that going to hold you back? So you can see now when those people in the room, when they were able to ask themselves why and they got to the root of why they were really frustrated, they were now able to see their own self. They got out of their, their own way. They were able to now address the real reason they were frustrated and not the surface level and not be annoyed with me for the whole day which is what they would have been if I had not, you know, taken them through what this all means. And it's the same for you. Anytime in your leadership journey, whether you're leading your business, leading yourself in your workplace, whether you're leading a team, is to ask yourself what is it that's frustrating you as much as it's justified to be frustrated or angry or upset. But when you live in upset, anger, frustration, agitation, that's when you will be taken out. That's when you'll make the wrong decisions. That's when you stop leading and you start dwelling. And that's when you miss that opportunity to learn about yourself. And I can tell you, I'm a student of this. I try and do this as much as possible when I catch myself being frustrated, upset, angry, whatever it might be, because it's not about that those emotions are wrong, it's about living in those emotions, like for a sustained period of time, where it was so much so that it cripples my decision making, it cripples my, my way of seeing through that, or past that, or beyond that, and that's, that's a real big delivery of self-awareness, looking at what do I need to do, what do I need to do, what am I seeing here? Why am I being triggered? And constantly asking why, 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 until I can get to the lowest common reason. Like I can't ask for any more. Then I've got the real reason why I'm frustrated and now I can address that. Because the real frustration for those people in the room was like, oh, this is how it's always been done. Really? So how are you gonna becoming a leader if you've always done things the way others have done? Like, how is that gonna come out of you as a leader? So now they know that about themselves, they've now addressed that, going, okay, I've got to get, you see, it's just a self-awareness. But being aware of the self is your greatest superpower to leading yourself and then eventually leading others. But the the challenge here is that it's so simple that people think it needs to be this big hoo-ha thing that you've got to do to get self-awareness or get great leadership. It's very simple. But simplicity usually usually means, oh, it can't be worth it. It mustn't be worth it if it's simple. And so you don't want to fall into the trap. And if you are falling into the trap, this is a great teaching moment, great training, coaching moment. If you feel that, if you have a rule in your mind that things have to be hard for it to be worth it, so ask yourself, why do I feel that way? Or maybe because school was hard for me. Other people did well, I didn't. So I feel that if it's hard, then it's worth, oh, so that's the, I can't go any further with that for me. Maybe you can, but for me, that's like, oh, so other people did well because, and I just strived and I strived and then I eventually did well. And that's just the rule that's been built up in my head but it's not the truth because there are other people in school who didn't even work as half as hard as me, but they just did really well because the curriculum of school suited their learning style. Whereas my learning style was very different. But if I keep thinking on that, if I keep thinking that if the belief that if something is, comes easy, then it must be hard or that the fact that something is easy to do, it mustn't be worth it or valued enough, that comes from my belief of school of how my experience of school and me having awareness around that next time I try and do something like ask why am I being triggered and keep asking till I can't ask why anymore I'm not going to devalue that I'm not going to devalue that strategy of asking why because I know that in my head once upon a time I thought that my rule was if something was hard then it was worth it If something came simply to me or easier to me, then it mustn't be very valuable or good enough. And that's a belief I had from school. But now being aware of it, I've been able to address. it. My husband says to me all the time, you know, you you repeat yourself a lot. And the reason why I do and I probably have right now is because I don't know what I say in the way I say it, who it's going to land with. So I take a concept and I say it in different ways because maybe the way I've said it, but... 40 seconds ago would land with you, but the way I just said it 10 seconds ago lands with somebody else. And as a trainer, as a trained professional in teaching and training, that's why I try to appeal to different learning styles. So that that word or that voice or that texture of, of conversation that I've said here, maybe that is what really lights it up for you, like drives the point home for you. So That's what I wanted to share, guys. That's really a big chunk of leadership, is managing your mind, managing your emotions, because in doing that, you will not be taken out by frustration, anger, agitation, and you'll have control over it. Uh, By the way, I mentioned before that the, uh, the podcast episode of the girl who was shy and organized over hundred LinkedIn lunches with strangers that episode is called how a shy girl arranged hundred lunches to become the ultimate people connector it's a brilliant episode guys I highly recommend that uh, the other rec- uh, recommendation that I have in terms of triggers is from chief reporter to Taliban captive how America's 9-11 became Afghanistan's 24-7 That episode is with Dr Yvonne Ridley, And um, when we talk about triggers, how's this for a trigger? Yeah, you ready? If you haven't listened to that episode, she uh, was illegally in Afghanistan. She's a British, well, she was working for a British uh, paper. She's a journalist. She was in Afghanistan illegally without papers and they captured her, the Taliban. And um, while the Taliban captured her, you know, she was under arrest uh, in prison there in Afghanistan and she was you know trying to get out of there trying to make sure somehow that the British government could intervene and get her out but what had happened during her time as prisoner and she didn't know this until she got out of prison in Afghanistan is that the American government had to just accelerate the war in Afghanistan and their invasion, this is not about politics, okay? This is about triggers, okay? (laughs) Disclaimer. So anyways, America wanted to accelerate their invasion of Afghanistan. They had actually sent uh, the Taliban word that Dr. Yvonne Ridley wasn't in fact a journalist, but an American spy. You think that might trigger you just a little bit? And the reason they did that is because if they killed her, because, she was an American spy, which she wasn't, she was a British journalist working for a British paper, then that would just accelerate the need to invade. And that's an extreme example of of being triggered. Like what would you do in that situation? And that's what's really important to know. And why would that trigger you? Because she could just be living in anger forever, right? Like, Like her death could have sparked something, right? But you're looking beyond the politics, we're looking at her. So that episode, I would highly recommend, because I mean, if you're looking at a capacity in leadership where you're being triggered, yeah, that's that's uh, uh, that's totally gonna take the cake. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys in terms of emerging leaders, seasoned leaders. Number one, networking, building your your circle, just building your circle always. And being in the know and then number two watching your triggers and getting curious and asking why those three things is what i shared at the conference um, and i wish you were you were there so i could have taken you through the whole workshop and the lessons were like actually in the moment so as i was triggering the people with people standing up i was doing other activities and it all came full circle so if you ever have an opportunity to come to my trainings please do i would love to have you because i am I'm hands-on. I don't just talk theory, which is what I have to do on a podcast. But when I'm face-to-face, I'm training, we're like feeling triggered. We are feeling what it is like to be curious and then asking and we're networking. We're doing everything in the doing um, and not just in the listening, which is what the podcast is for. So I want to leave you with that, guys. If you have any questions on emotional intelligence, if you have any questions on what we've just gone through in this podcast episode please uh, send me an email reader at unboxyourgift.com I read all my emails that come to me Uh, I usually get requests for people to come onto the podcast if you are if you have someone that you'd like to request to be on the podcast please email me directly um, reader at unboxyourgift.com because therefore if you take it to any other way or any, it may not come to me. It may go to a different inbox and then I might miss it. So that's one thing that I'd like to just make sure to mention because I people email me all the time or email somehow into a different inbox. And sometimes they go, but I reached out. and I'm like, I didn't get it. So I just want to clarify that. And also, if you're enjoying the podcast, if this has been something that's of value to you, if you think so and so should really listen to this, it would be so beautiful, so amazing of you if you could kindly share this episode or any of the episodes that you find valuable on your socials, uh, tagging people, because you listening, you participating is the feedback that it gives to keep going with this podcast. Because I ask, what you do, right? If it's adding value to you, if you find that there is benefit in the episodes that you listen to, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear and uh, read your reviews. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to each and every one of you who listens, who takes the time. Uh, and if you do have questions, I'm here for you. This podcast is for you to be able to be of benefit and value, and really add juice and spice and upliftment to your life so i want to just end with that guys thank you so much for your time and your attention i sincerely appreciate it wherever you are in the world whatever you're doing my advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift and together let's unbox it god bless